What's up? What's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast. I'm excited you joined me today because we have a very special guest today. We are so privileged and lucky to have Scott Reeb. He's known as America's legal coach. He is the official Zig Ziglar small business lawyer, a Ziglar legacy certified trainer, and he has over 20 years of experience as an attorney. For the last two decades, Scott has been helping business owners, entrepreneurs, coaches, and service providers to shatterproof their business and succeed in the professional world. Guys, we are so dang lucky to have him here and to glean as much as we can off of his experience and wisdom. So let's cue the intro and we'll jump right in. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. Scott, I am so excited to have you here. I had a little technical difficulties to start, but we're here and I'm excited to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us today. Michael, it's great to be here. Awesome. So fun. I saw that we were going to be privileged to have you on the show and I just have to start by saying... Man, I remember when I found Zig Ziglar in the early days of my career, and the man just was incredible. The information and the knowledge I learned from him throughout the years has just been absolutely fabulous. To know that you are part of that group and part of uh, what you're uh, what you're doing is just so cool. I'm so excited to have you here and, and just talk about some of the cool things you've done for them and what you can help us with today. So excited to have that here. And I want to start off by talking about your backstory and sharing with people about your journey to get to where you're at today and doing what you're doing. I love being able to hear the backstory and the, the crazy winding road that we go on to get there. So start from the beginning and let's hear a little bit about uh, your journey. Yeah, so you want to hear my 26-year overnight success story. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's, the, that's the one. <laughs> it, uh, it has been a winding road. It's been a fun road. I think a lot of entrepreneurs um, maybe miss the, the joy and the value of the journey. Uh, it's really not about the destination. You got to enjoy the trip, the ride, because it's a, it's a rare opportunity that we have to do this. So many people right. are feel like they're stuck in a nine to five job and don't have the opportunity to, to create things and to build, to build businesses in this economy. And it's, I'm so thankful to be able to do that. And I started out, uh, got a marketing degree from Southwest Baptist university, really kind of wanted to be an ad executive. Um, <laughs> and you know, I graduated in 1991 and the economy was in the tank. Um, the, all the marketing jobs were selling copiers, uh, right. selling phones. And that's not marketing, but that's what I had to do. And so um, I, I, got, I got a contract with uh, AT&T and was part of their wow. small business systems. And would, I had the Tulsa market in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and was able to sell aftermarket goods to all of their customers. It was a great deal. Um, and figured out through their computer systems, that we talked about technology, um, that I could figure out when everyone's extended warranties would lapse. 
and propose a new contract to them because these systems would last for decades and send them a contract in the, in the mail. The mail's where you put a letter in an envelope and put stamps on it. For those of you who don't remember that. And, and they would come back to me in the mail uh, wow. with checks. Wow. And so I had this mailbox money. I was 22 years old and it was great. So I was on my, my dining room table printing out these contracts on my dot matrix printer and wow. sending them out. And it got the attention of management, which you would think would be great. Right. Not so much. Uh, they, they loved what I was doing, uh, but they decided that they could take it away from me uh, and give it to a minimum wage employee that could do that. And so they oh. didn't really care about my contract so much uh, and plowed right through that thing and sent me to Southeast Oklahoma, which there's some great people in Southeast Oklahoma, but in 1991 and 92, they were not buying phones. They didn't really need business phones. And so they sent me out there to die. And <laughs> so I did what any normal person would do. I decided to go to law school. And so okay. I filled out my applications <laughs> and took that LSAT and ended up at the University of Oklahoma. And it was uh, the best decision other than marrying my wife. Uh, that I guess that I've ever made in my uh, in my lifetime, and had a great time at OU, and learned a lot. My my contracts professor was Anita Hill, uh, which was crazy, and uh, she was a lot of fun. Um, we just didn't, you know, there was no political stuff in the classroom, and so it was a lot of fun. And she was very hard on me, uh, but we had a good relationship, and she taught me everything I know about contracts, and so. I finished up law school and set out to be a litigator. And so I landed my first job litigating in Sherman, Texas, and we were doing federal lawsuits, big antitrust lawsuits, um, huge construction cases. And um, I didn't like it. Oh, no. I would, right, I would be on phone calls with engineers and things just for hours talking about things I didn't understand or care about. And I didn't feel like I was helping anybody. So I, I ended up um, with a couple of per personal injury cases, like catastrophic injury type cases. Um, and one of them led me to, to the town of Denton, Texas, where I live now. And I, but back then it was a small town and you had, if you weren't careful, you'd get hometown. And so I hired a local lawyer to help me. I hit it off with their firm, uh, sold them into bringing me to, over to town to be a partner. And so I had a new job. And so moved my wife and one-year-old son, and we started working with a new firm. And this firm was pretty cool because everything we did, everything they did was contingency. It was either real estate, real estate deals, condemnation deals, trying to protect people from the government. And so everything was based on the value we could provide to the client. And I really liked that. I felt like I was helping people um, much more than just billing by the hour and sitting on these phone calls and doing hearings and trials. And that was, so it was really fun. And they were, they, the guys that hired me were 25 years older than I was. I learned a lot from them, but like uh, anyone that knows anything about law firms or even partnerships, almost all of them blow up at some point. Well, the two senior partners stopped talking uh, for about six months and I could see the handwriting on the wall. So I made another jump uh, and got out of there and started doing some other just real trial work. And being in the courtroom is really fun. Uh, if you right. like to communicate and it's a great, it's great. Getting there is awful. The preparation is awful. The outcome is always a, uh, it's a coin toss. And, um, 
it's I like to say we have the best judicial system in the world, but it's a lot like a Roche Motel. And once you get in, it's very hard to get out. And so we would drag clients in there. And sometimes the result was good. Sometimes it was bad. It was always good for the lawyers involved um, if they're building by the hour for sure. And but not always for the clients and the clients, even if we would win this lawsuit, they would be upset. They cost too much right. to get to this end. And then they would go out and make mistakes again and not call, you know, not call me until their house is on fire. And it's say, Scott, can you help me put this out? And I'm like, well, let's look how we got here. If you just right. wouldn't have signed that contract before you had a lawyer look at it, you wouldn't be here. And that would have cost you a couple thousand at the most. Now you're spending a hundred thousand. Anyway, it just really started to bug me. And I got a vision for, a different way of doing law right. back in 2012. I was like, I had, you started hearing about business coaches and I was like, that's really cool. And I found a one for lawyers and I thought that's really cool. And I kind of watched how they worked and how they kind of had a, a recurring revenue model and you paid them something every month for them to coach you. Right. And I'm like, you know what people really need is a legal coach. And right. if they would use me up front, we could be proactive be um, like uh, primary care if you look at the right. medical world and help them stay healthy from a legal perspective. So I hired my coach and we built what has become the access plan, which back in 2012 was one of the first, if not the first uh, subscription based legal plans for small business owners. Wow. And so now we work with small, I have a uh, hundred small business owners right now in our program and we coach them every day. And we're working with them on their business structures, on their contracts, on how they talk, on how they how they talk, how they sell, everything from soup to nuts to make sure that they're what we call shatterproof. So that when something goes wrong, because in this climate it's not if it's when, okay. then that thing's going to be small. Right. Um, and so that's kind of been my journey. And it's in. I thought in 2012 when I started the the subscription model that I would have 100 clients the first year. I was wrong. Uh, it took 10 years, uh, <laughs> but it's been, but I've learned a ton. I've helped, a, I've helped hundreds. I mean, we've hundreds and hundreds of business owners along the way and, right. uh, and, and love what I do. Wow. Wow. This is, I mean, that, that this is exactly why we love hearing about everyone's story because you just can't make this stuff up. It just, it's, uh, it's, uh, incredible what you went through. I, I, I have uh, so many questions based off of that. Uh, first of all, what in the world possessed you to think, yeah, I'll go to law school now. Well, I, when I was younger, I remember in career days when the lawyer would come through and we were, I was in a small town, um, the lawyers seemed pretty cool. Everyone seemed to really respect them. And I kind of liked that. And so I, when I was a kid that, you know, you, you kind of think, well, that I could be a lawyer, uh, but kind of didn't think about that much more after junior high. And like I said, I decided I really liked the creative side doing the ads. And so I just kind of forgot that my brother-in-law was in law school when I got married and finished up right about the time I had my big problem. And so I got to watch him kind of navigate that and figured out how you could use student loans and things to finance a law degree. 
uh, I was blessed and my parents uh, paid for my undergraduate degree. And so I didn't have to, I didn't learn how you could finance education. And right. so I didn't know that had I known it, I probably would have done it sooner. Uh, but I learned a lot in the two years that I was not in school. So I don't regret that. But once I learned, I was like, okay, so I can get out of this bad economy for a few years, go retool, um, and then come back, uh, with a whole new bag. And so that's what I did. Um, and having two years of work experience really made me appreciate school. I mean, if you can, if you can be a full-time student, I was married. So my wife was teaching school. So we, we were broke, right? but we were, it, we were happy and I could go to class, go play basketball with the guys, then study, then go make sure dinner was ready when she got home. I mean, it was, it was pretty great for three years. Right. Uh, I'm not saying there wasn't stress with it, but looking back, it was uh, pretty fun. You know, we had a little envelope of money that we could spend. Uh, we had a $7 restaurant and a $20 restaurant. And just depending on how much cash we had in that envelope was where we would go on the weekend. Um, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a pretty good life. Uh, but it all brought me to, to this point, but that's how I became, that's, that's how I made that decision was I'd seen him do it. He was getting a job. He was got a, had a good job. I was like, okay, uh, I can do that. And right. I, I'm not a numbers guy. Uh, right. I mean, I did well in accounting, but didn't enjoy it. So that wasn't something for me. So it just seemed like if I was going to get a degree, a postgraduate degree, that the law degree made the most sense. Right. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, okay. So I want to dig into the contract thing uh, and, okay. and contract law and the number of times on our journey, whether it be in businesses that we've invested in or just deals that we've made where we've gotten back a contract that looks like, and, and, you know, I'm no lawyer by any means, but the number of times I've gotten a contract back where I've just literally laughed. I had one a uh, few months ago and they said, well, did you have your attorney look at it? And I said, I didn't have to, I looked at it and it was a joke. So like the, the number of times this is such a valuable thing to have and to have someone like you in our corner would have been amazing. And just the thought of having you, uh, you know, like your concept of, of having a subscription based uh, law firm on, on board, it just blows me away. How did you come up with that? Talk to me about, you know, contracts and, and the, the ups and downs of businesses not paying attention and, and really thinking about that. Yeah. The, you know, when, when I did the subscription, it was right around the time that the Dollar Shave Club came out. Oh, yeah. Sure. And, you know, they had the crazy video. I've, if you go to YouTube, we, had, we did a commercial kind of similar. Um, right. It just, it was like, if you can do razors that way. Right. People like people seem to like buying things that way there. Right. Like I said, they, they were paying business coaches that way. Um, it just seemed like that's where the economy was going was to subscriptions for everything. And I was just um, naive enough to think that everyone would want it. Right. Um, I, right. I didn't, I didn't consider that there really wasn't a market for it yet. 
Uh, I mean, one of one of my big problems is that no one's Googling where, where is my subscription lawyer located? They don't, no one's looking for the subscription lawyer. Uh, <laughs> they, so it, it's been an interesting marketing journey, but that's, right. it just really made sense to me. Like this is how people buy things. It's going, it makes sense to them. And one of my target markets, uh, my niche niche is speakers, trainers, coaches, podcasters, uh, who are all already selling someone else a subscription model. So it just made a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's amazing. The, the cool things that come from those little moments, like you said, dollar shave club and, and what a fun, what a fun thing to like make that kind of come about and come to life in your head. Uh, but it seems so obvious to me now, like it seems sort of like right. a, duh that's so cool like yes that is such a cool thing um so digging a little bit more about about the contract thing i mean i think a lot of times people think and maybe this is what we've got to break is that they think oh when do i need a lawyer and like you said they always come to you when there's a fire already broken out and then they call the fire department right but in so many instances, and that's kind of what I was alluding to before with the contract stuff, like to have you on their side early on could just solve so many challenges that won't come up. So talk right. to us a little bit about that and about the challenge of reading contracts and, and understanding what they really mean. <laughs> yeah. And the probably the biggest problem that we see is, is contract related, where yeah. they're either not using contracts uh, using bad contracts, right. um, or they're signing contracts that have they haven't had someone look at. Uh, right. th- that's really that's the main thing, and probably um, you know, out of the twenty million lawsuits filed in the U.S. every year, it's a it's probably over half of them are civil, and a, a half of those are contract related, and so that's what what we see, and everyone is doing contracts every day in their business in one way or another. And it's, it's a real easy place to, to really improve quickly. If you have a resource like the access plan, right. You know, with us, you just fill out a form. We use Asana to do our project management. So they fill out an Asana form. It asks them all the questions we need to know to either review the contract. So we have the right contacts, create the contract or answer the, the question. And so they, they send it in, we put it through our filter and then we send it back with it marked up with here's the here's the problem areas. Um, now you can sign it if you want to, uh, right. or it's our opinion this is so bad you shouldn't sign it, and right. it, it varies. And then you can these are the points to negotiate, and then it might come back another round and we just do it again. Um, but there's a lot of deals that will get killed because there'll be something in it or there was something left out of it that the other party won't accept that just makes the deal not work. And had they not had our team look at it, they would have done the deal and, and lost money. I mean, and that happens pretty, pretty regularly. And the, the other side of it is that, I mean, if you're not trained at building contracts, uh, it, it's hard. So even if you're smart, a smart guy like you are trying to pull that together and make sure you have all the things you need in it, even if you download a good template from someplace, it's just, it's just not what you do. 
And so right. you're instead of doing the things you're supposed to be doing to build your business, you're now doing the, the work of the lawyer. And right. so you lose, so you lose uh, momentum. And so by having the, the program like we have in place, you don't lose that momentum because you just stop for five minutes, make the assignment, move on. Wow. And it, it you know, cause it, my goal is to take care of all the legal stuff so that you, the business owner can get back to what's really important, which is your business uh, and your family and doing the things that, that your business is supposed to support. Right. I believe that your business is the best vehicle to achieve your life goals and dreams. Yeah. And so we got to treat it that way. And that's, that's kind of the, the main thing we try to do with the access plan is help people take that seriously, treat that business vehicle correctly. Let's maintain it uh, in a way that we're not going to have huge problems so they can go do all the fun things they want to do in life uh, instead of writing their own contracts, reviewing their own contracts uh, and, and those kind of things. I remember the first time that I got a contract on my desk. I was a CEO of a software company and, and they were like, okay, you need to review this. And I thought to myself, okay, well, I guess I'll start reading. And as I started reading, I remember thinking, <laughs> holy cow, I have, what have I gotten myself into? Because yeah. this is wow. And those were some, those were rough, that was a rough times to have to go through and, and learn that and figure it out myself. And to have had you and your team on board during that moment and during those moments would have been worth its weight in gold. Uh, it just, I just, the struggles that we had trying to figure it out. And of course the business was trying to save money. And so it was like, okay, all the, all the C-suite review this. And all of us were bumbling around trying to figure out what we did know and what we didn't know and, and trying yep. to understand our way through it. And uh, just to have what you guys do is just, I, it just, blows me away that that this exists now <laughs> and what a cool thing yeah um so talk to us a little bit because i i feel like there's a fear of the lawyer thing uh mm -hmm. and like we said that a lot of times they come to you when there's a fire but i think there's also a fear of like oh my gosh if i have to go hire a lawyer it's gonna be millions of dollars right like yep. i don't right. want i don't i don't want to do that and so i think maybe that might be some of the fears that some of our listeners might have is oh, i can't lawyers are expensive i can't do that i just have to deal with it on my own so talk to us around that because obviously it sounds like you're trying to make it a, a lot more affordable and a lot better for us in the long run as well yeah, definitely. And that, that is a huge issue. And there are other people that do similar things that I do that are still expensive. Um, right. I chose early on to, we to make sure our pricing levels were at a place where we could help a lot of people. It can't help everybody, but we can help a lot of people. I've even had coaches that I've hired advise me to make my prices three times higher than they are. Sure. Um, and I just, it's just I, I can't if I do that, the the startup business owners can't afford me. Um, and so we've just really resisted that. And so we have three levels. I'll be just be transparent that you know our our first plan starts at six fifty a month. 
um, and our top plan is thirty three hundred a month. So right. it's um, it's very affordable. The it's just an it's an investment in making sure, just like insurance, uh, except that you actually use uh, our program. For instance. Uh, we do monthly coaching calls with all of our clients. We call them check-in calls. And during those calls, I get to ask questions or my team gets asked questions. Um, we dive into the business. We really understand what you're doing in your life and business. We can help you maybe stop doing There's Sometimes I'll go, don't, you're doing what? Don't, don't do it that way. Do it. Just do it this way. And it can course correct. But because we're having those conversations uh, and then at the each of at the end of each call, you know, we usually have a couple of action items that we're going to do for them over the course of the next few weeks. Um, whether it's review contracts, create contracts, there's almost always something that comes out of those calls. It's, you know, I, I didn't create the subscription so that you would pay me every month and not use it. The idea right. is for you to use it. And so right. I have a whole team. Uh, waiting for me to get off of each check-in call so that they can get the projects into the system and work work the projects. Wow, that is and really cool. It's so it's you know the traditional lawyers charge by the hour, and so if you have a legal problem and don't have a lawyer lined up, then prepare to take them a few thousand dollars to put in their account, and then they'll bill you against that at three to five hundred dollars an hour. Uh, right. and it's really and they bill you for every six minutes, so it goes. It gets expensive very quickly that way. If you secure a lawyer now when you don't have a problem, um, then you can make an arrangement like what I have uh, or something less expensive so that you don't have to worry about it every time you have a question it being expensive. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a legitimate fear, uh, but if you'll be proactive now and set up that relationship in the right way, then you can have a successful relationship with a legal professional and not, not have that feeling in the back of your head that I'm, I'm getting ready to get charged a bunch of money. It's going to cost too much money. I can't do it. Right. And then you risk it because they'll, I mean, it's flip a coin, Google it, dial a friend, anything, but call the lawyer. Cause I don't want to spend the money. Right. And it's, that's, it's just a huge mistake. We talked to, uh, before the show, you and I were talking about the, the range of what is a small business, and it's from startup to like $30 million. And so, you know, at a, th a $30 million company, they're signing contracts that are tens of millions of dollars, and one wrong paragraph, one wrong sentence could cost them millions of dollars. Right. And you're, you're, so you're, you're stepping over dollar bills to pick up nickels if you're not, if you don't have a legal team on demand where you can walk out of a meeting and text and say, Hey, they just said this and I don't even know what it means. Right. Tell me what this means. Right. So I can walk in and act intelligent. Right. Well, for 650 bucks a month, you can do that. Right. That's amazing. Wow. It's, it's have that, a lawyer it, in your pocket. It, lawyer in your pocket. That's, that's the, uh, the other name for your <laughs> for your subscription, lawyer you in your pocket. I've got I've got a best friend that is uh, he's one of those guys that always has to come back for whatever someone says something and he knows right what to say and says it. And I've always his name's Aaron. I've always said I want I need a pocket Aaron so that I can have that comeback because he always has That's it. Right. So we're the pocket we're the lawyer in your pocket. I love it. That is very cool. So talk to me a little bit about what it would be like 
I, I know that you've sparked the interest of some of our listeners and uh, what a cool, cool service. Tell us what the process looks like of uh, getting started, getting going, what happens first and, and what's typical once we get in and get started. Yeah. So step one is to do a, 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 what I call kind of a laser legal session where we do 15, 20 minutes just to, to make sure it's a good fit. Uh, right. If it's a good fit, we kind of walk you through the program. Then you sign a digital package to become an access member. And then once you're in, you do an orientation with the access coordinator. She shows you how to use the system. And we have a document vault where you have pre-prepared documents you can use in your business, cool. independent contractor agreements, confidentiality agreements, non-disclosures, things that you just need to have at your fingertips. Right. And then there's video training that I do for it's like business loss for business owners. And so there's training in there to make you smarter so you can ask better questions and, and you know, again, being that proactive. And then we load up your first projects. Uh, the first thing we generally do with every business owner, if you look at your business structure and build what I call a shatterproof business structure. And it's like, what, what are all the things that you kind of are dreaming about? What are the, what kind of, what are the other businesses that you haven't done yet that you're thinking about? And we build that out. Like This is what your legal structure would look like if you did everything that you could possibly imagine right now. And then, according to your budget, we start building it. And the LLCs and stuff are included in your plan. And so we start creating this structure that protects you um, personally from your businesses, protects your businesses from you personally, uh, and gets everything in that shatterproof structure. And that's usually, that's usually step one. Step two is getting your, con your cut contract that you use every day with what you sell. Right. Let's get the main thing done. Uh, and then after that, it's the smaller things. Let's get your, you know, do we have a, an employment package? So you have your offer letter, your employment agreement, your handbook. Do you, do you have an orientation for them? So, you know, walk them through their first day, that whole thing. Then how do you discipline them? How do you walk them out the door when you made a mistake? Uh, and then we just start working through all those processes. Wow. This is incredible and, and really a very, uh, and, and I'd, I'd like to say you were innovative. I mean, at, at 2012 and before everything that's happened and all the crazy things that have happened with AI these days, and you were ahead yeah. of the curve and ahead of the game, thinking of something that, that really is so necessary and so valuable. Um, guys, all of you out there listening, you, you've got to at least check it out. I love the, that you said earlier that you start off with figuring out, uh, you know, whether it's a good fit or not. I, that's so valuable. So guys, you don't have anything to lose. Like if you're thinking, gosh, I, this seems like it's right. Well, now, you know, get on a call and figure it out and get that laser focus to make sure that you're a right fit. They're going to tell you and you can figure it out. Uh, but what a cool opportunity to do this and literally save yourself millions in the future with some of the challenges that could arise. So how do they yeah. find you? How do they get connected? I'm, I'm, there's two things that we can do. You can go to reblaw.com, R-E-I-B-L-A-W.com forward slash business choreography and we will have a special page there where you can book that short call cool and then the other way is at the scott reeb on instagram and if you go there um there's i do reels almost daily 
uh, with tidbits that you need to know as a business owner. But in my bio, you can click a link and download for free. Uh, is your business shredder proof? Right. Right. And well, that would be a great thing for you to read prior to doing your call free call with me. Awesome. That is so cool. I appreciate you creating that page for our listeners. That's easy you to bet. remember. Uh, reblaw.com. Remember it's spelled R E I B L A W.com slash business choreography. And you can go check it out. Uh, what a cool resource. And this is awesome. Uh, guys, you got to put this, you know, save this episode for sure, because <clears throat> if you're not going to pull the trigger today, I can, I can almost bet sometime in the next few months, you're going to be thinking, gosh, I need to do this. And why didn't I remember that? You can go back to your favorites and go, okay, this is how I connect. So, you know, you're, you're going to need this, whether you need it now or whether you need it later, uh, you're going to want to have it somewhere that you saved it. So make sure you do that and put in the messages or the comments, wherever you're watching, listening to this, uh, how much you appreciate it. I sure appreciate you, Scott. It has been absolutely fabulous to have you here. And I'm so excited that you figured out this cool methodology of bringing this thing that we all need as business owners to the table in such a way that we can use it and that it's accessible. And it's not just for the elite, all of you startups out there, this is freaking awesome for you. Like, holy cow, to be able to do this and have connection to this is incredible. And you've got to take Scott up on this as soon as you can. So uh, Scott, before we head out, you got any last wise words for us before we, uh, before we close up for today? Yeah. Stop signing contracts that you haven't had reviewed. <laughs> simple. But, uh, hey, you don't have to, don't, you don't have to use me, but use somebody and right. make sure that your legal documents are solid so that you can rely on them and have the peace of mind when you go home at night, that the deals that you've made, uh, are going to stay in place. I love that. That is so true. That is so true. Uh, I can't second that anymore uh, than, and, and give it any more credibility, but you heard it straight from Scott's mouth. You, you just stop. Just don't do that anymore. All right. Uh, go check out reblaw.com. And until next time, guys, keep choreographing your business, including your contracts and all your lawyer work. Go check out mm -hmm. Scott. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.